0: The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Previously on The Kingery. A shuttle ticket to Ganymede Station. One way for Tuesday at 9.45. Uh, what for? I'm leaving. I hate it here now. Every corner and curb has a dark memory and, and I cannot stand it. So I'm getting out of here.
2: I don't see what this has to do with me. Yes, you do.
1: I'm leaving next week, with you or without you. I want it to be with. I'm asking you to consider it. I'm hoping that you will.
3: I want you- Oh God, I don't know what to do with to this- To go to dinner with me. Wait, what? Go to dinner with me, Hooks. Let's have a great time away from the business and bullets for one night. Then we can figure out where to go from there.
1: I, I promise, I'm going to be checking everything every five minutes. I Sweat. You
4: are a really crazy freak, and I'm not sure why I'm going along
1: with I'm this. I'm just made to be irresistible. <sighs> Ugh.
4: Is there anything worse than a hospital coffee?
1: No coffee at all?
4: Oh, uh, sorry. Talking to myself. It's how it starts, you know? No,
1: no, I'm sorry. It's my fault. I have a habit of overhearing things. So it's no good?
4: Ugh. Ugh. liquefied Satan.
1: And yet you continue to drink it. I
4: don't feel right until I've had a cup of coffee. Bad coffee still gets the job done.
1: Oh, I know what you mean. The coffee at the hotel is not very good either. And yet... Oh, it's the burnt grounds that really give it its flavor, don't you think?
4: Mmm. And the oily sheen on top lends it a certain aesthetic appeal. So, uh, what are you in for?
1: Oh, um, <laughs> it's embarrassing. I mean... Well, it's not embarrassing. It's just... I, I blacked out.
4: Blacked out? Like, fainted? Uh,
1: I know, right? I was on my way back to the hotel room. Nothing on my mind but getting into the tub and relaxing. And then... I just woke up in the hall. Still had my key card in my hand.
4: You okay? Apparently.
1: The doctor chalked it up to stress. He's not wrong. I have one of those jobs that... takes... You know, just takes all my time, all my energy. All
4: your life.
1: Oh, you too?
4: If your job's anything like mine, I'm not surprised you're stressed out. You don't seem like the type, though. I don't. Most of the people I know in positions like that are, you know, all walls and sharp edges.
1: I have edges and walls. I'm
4: sorry, you're just trying to get coffee and I'm all... No,
1: no, I'm the one who just started pouring all that out on you.
4: I didn't mind.
1: Neither did I. Mr.
4: Arkell, Ms. Majorino is ready for you. Uh, Yeah be right there. Friend of yours? Yeah, she's been in here for a while having her leg regrown. Oh. So I should uh I should go see how she's doing. So Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um I hope she's okay.
4: You too. Good luck with your vacation.
1: Thanks. It was um it was nice talking with you.
4: Yeah, it was. Mr. Akel? Yeah. Let's go. Okay, so walk me through this doc. How long is she gonna be bedridden? Bedridden? Yeah, I assume she's gonna need some downtime, let the tissues, I don't know, blend or something. Not exactly, no.
2: Bus boss? Boss? Oh, <laughs> they match. <laughs> you can't even tell when a new skin starts. This shit's amazing. <sighs> that's
4: that's that's great, Major. You know
2: what I need, boss? I need boots. I ain't bought a new set of skull stompers in, like, months.
4: All right, Miss Majorino.
2: Hey, yo, Miss Majorino? She's my ma, Doc, all right? Just call me Major, remember?
4: Yes, of course, Major. Here's your prescription. If your primary care physician needs anything, please refer him to me. Thanks,
2: sugar cookie.
4: And, uh, about last night, if you are ever back on Earth.
2: I'll be sure to look you up, handsome. Mm. Thanks. But everything. <laughs> hey boss, look! No clanging! No friggin' clanging. Yeah, they really did a great look. job.
4: So, uh... ...last night? Well, what about it? Hey, Major. I almost missed you.
2: Marcus! How could I leave without saying goodbye to you? Uh I mean, come on! Forget about it! Boss! This is Marcus, my physical therapist. Marcus, this is Tommy Arkell. He's my boss.
0: Hey, now, just because you're leaving the hospital, don't let up on the exercise. You want to keep putting pressure on the leg. Make it work with the rest of your body.
2: Oh, you know all about making my body work. Sweetness.
0: Yeah, about last night. I'm actually going to a conference at the Kingery in a couple of months. Hey,
2: you got my number. I'll see you then.
4: See ya. Last night sounds eventful.
2: Well, yeah. You know, me and the guys, we just had a little party, You know, something to celebrate me going home. You
4: and the doctor and the physical therapy guy? Uh, yeah. There's my favorite patient. Finally walking away from all this, eh?
2: Oh, I'm afraid so, Dr. Layton. Well, this is the surgeon who stitched me up.
4: Do good work, Doc. Thank you. And you were a pleasure to work on, Major. I don't like to get too involved with my patients, but you... I mean, last night was
2: amazing! I like a man with skilled, uh, hands. Anyway, uh, see in the funny pages, Doc.
4: Did- did all this happen in your room?
2: Oh, no! Boss, please, in my room? Are you kidding? No way! There's a heated pool upstairs. It was, uh, wonderful. All checked out, Major? That's right, Nurse Kelly. I'll never dock in your door again. Oh, don't say that. We all loved having you here, and I especially loved last night. Oof, especially that... See you around, Dumplin.
4: I, uh, I thought you didn't...
2: Oh, yeah, boss, you know, generally, no. But, would've been rude not to invite her.
4: Thank God I wasn't around last night.
2: What? I just got a giant piece of meat and bone spliced onto my body. Oh,
4: that sounded dirty. I
2: gotta make sure it works. You know, testing things like agility and sensitivity. Imagine how disappointed I'd be if someone went to nibble on my toes and I just didn't feel anything.
4: If you say so. What do you
2: mean? You don't do that. No. Do you not like it when women purr like kittens?
4: I can't possibly be having this conversation. Hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. I gotta go check out the front desk. If he
4: says about last night, I'm leaving.
2: Oh uh, yeah? I'm checking out. Majorino? Gary? Yes,
0: Miss Majorino. You're all set. Here's your receipt. Have a wonderful day. Uh, and about last oh, night. Oh, for fuck's
4: um, sake.
2: You know, I, I I don't remember you being there last night. I wasn't, but the security cameras were. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Could you maybe send me a copy of that? I'll
4: be in the car.
3: Jesus, Major. Are those pants tight enough? You look like you're wearing
2: body paint. You know, I thought about that, but, ugh, You know they still got that indecent exposure shit on the books here. I swear, it's a fucking
4: police state. What crawled up your ass?
2: Uh, I just want to get off this damn planet, alright? I- I've had enough.
4: Unclench, Cass. Just make sure you're ready to go bright and... Oh, whoa. What the hell's he doing here? Who is that? And what is his phone number? His name's Yamata Taro. He's the new head of the Shimizu family.
2: Him? It's no fair. I can't eat someone that pretty. And he has a sexy voice
3: too. Yes. What? He does. The
4: guy is our sworn enemy. Oh, such a
3: sworn enemy. With perfectly symmetrical features and a
2: oh body carved out of pure mock. What about that hair? The Head. Run your fingers through that all day. <sighs> God, yes. Mm, bodyguard's not that bad either. He's
4: coming over. Meiji, you think you can overcome your devotion long enough to, you know, shoot him if he tries something? Of course.
2: If you don't know by now that I'll shoot somebody, regardless of how pretty they are.
4: Mr. Arkel, welcome back. Hello,
5: Yamada-san. I was hoping to see you before you returned to your base of operation. I didn't
4: realize you were still on Earth.
5: I just got back. I'm still a bit shuttle lagged to tell you the truth. But our business is concluded and the transfer of our Earth territories to your hands is complete. Thank you. And may I say I appreciate how smoothly the transfer has gone. Indeed. May we speak frankly, Mr. Akel? Of course. Call me Tommy. Tommy. Now that this business is behind us, I hope that the old enmity between our families may be brought to a close as well. This meaningless feud has cost us both dear. It has. Were you. Close to Shimizu, Yamada. He was very much a father to me. But he made his own choices. Did things I thought unwise at best.
4: As did my mother.
5: I look forward to doing business with you, Tommy. Perhaps I'll see you at the kingery. I'd like to see it restored to its glory.
4: I would certainly welcome your visit, Yamada. I
5: awaited with anticipation. And I understand you will join your brother there, Ms. Arkell?
3: Uh, yes, I'm... I'm leaving Earth behind.
5: Earth will be all the poorer for it. May we meet again soon, Ms. Arkell. Tommy.
4: Yamada. Hey, Callie. You've done drooling yet? Don't call me that.
2: I wasn't drooling. I was just... He's very charming. He really is. Of course. It's Arger's duty. But if you ever need somebody to seduce him and find out what he knows, I'm willing to sacrifice.
4: God, you're frisky today. What the hell do they put in that hospital you food? You could
2: drop the hostility, Tommy. Did
3: it ever occur to you that maybe he wants to stop the fight? No.
4: You know why? Because he's a Shimizu. And if that means he tells you the sun will come out tomorrow, double check.
5: What do you make of him, Miyamoto? He is an ignorant peasant, Yamada-san. A peasant, certainly. But ignorant? Never underestimate your opponent. Always assume they are smarter than you. Arkel plays the game well.
0: I spoke with Levine while you were in conference with Arkel, sir. You have a visitor. Do
5: I?
3: Good afternoon, Yamada-san. I've checked him thoroughly. He's clean.
5: Thank you, Levine. Good afternoon, Mr. Statton.
0: Yamada, I thought I'd find you here.
5: One might almost guess you were a detective of some sort. But you were told not to contact us, Mr. Statton.
0: I want a progress report. Do you? I hired you to take down Arkel and Gray. Every day those two are walking around, they're a threat to me. As far as I can tell, you haven't got a damn thing. I thought I was hiring professionals. What do I get? Shimizu Light.
5: Miyamoto, Levine, leave us. Yes, yes sir. I would have you understand some things, Mr. Staten.
4: If I wanted to hear your jabber, I would have used a phone. No more double talk. Where is hey! it? Uh-
5: Have you ever read up on the human nervous system, Mr. Saturn? Fascinating stuff. For instance, by jabbing you in that nerve cluster, I've shut down most of your autonomic functions. You have approximately 60 seconds to live, unless I hit the same nerves again. I hope you won't mind listening to my jabber in the meantime. First of all, I have a plan in place to dispose of both Tommy Arkell and Madeline Grey. However, removing the two of them is more complicated than simply ending their lives. For my purposes, I must make sure the Arkell family is crippled for all time. So you're simply going to have to show a bit of patience. This situation ceased to be about your petty concerns when you involved me. What I'm saying is, do not ever speak to me like a servant again. When you have nightmares about this tonight, and you will, remember that, cliche though it may be, patience is a virtue. Exercise it. Would you care for a drink? What? A drink? You've been through a very unpleasant experience, I know. I've had it done to me before. I think we have some beer. You prefer beer, do you not? You
0: just tried to kill me.
5: Ah, well, I understand. Gentlemen, Mr. Staten is suffering from shortness of breath. Escort him wherever he wishes to go. (laughs) You're crazy. No, Mr. Staten. merely pride.
4: Hit me again. Sure. I'll eat you open. All night. Hotel's a 24-hour enterprise, you know. Good. I'll have a nice buzz on before I get on the shuttle.
1: Can I get a glass of white wine, please?
4: Coming right up.
1: How's your friend? Hmm? The one with the leg.
4: Oh, um, fine. She's okay. Very, uh, very physically active. How are you?
1: I'm still standing. So, you know, progress.
4: Good, good, good. Couldn't sleep?
1: Uh, nothing I liked in the minibar. I
4: know, right? Twenty bucks for a thing of cookies. What, what is that about?
1: Free enterprise.
4: I should have gotten into the hotel business. Well, I sort of was in the hotel business, but I never paid that much attention to that side of it. Sorry? Skip it. It was a long time ago.
1: Are you all right?
4: Oh, that's a hell of a thing to ask somebody.
1: You just... You, you seem sad. I do? Yeah. I mean, you're not mopey or anything, but uh, you have this sense about you.
4: My mother died a few weeks ago.
1: Oh, that
4: sucks. (laughs) God, thank you. Everyone else keeps saying they're sorry.
1: Oh, I know. I hate that, too. When my mom died, people I barely knew came out of the woodwork to tell me how sorry they were. And it's like, who are you?
4: Yeah, of course, most of the people who said that to me were only sorry because they didn't take her out themselves.
1: I'm sure that's not true. You never met my mother. You never know. I might have. I could have brushed against her on the street, or held the door open for her. or maybe just shared a moment of eye contact that we both forgot about a moment later.
4: Guess we'll never know.
1: No. Well, <sighs> I need to get back to bed. Good night. Feel better, okay?
4: I'll try. Thanks.
3: Evening? Evening. Who was that? I don't know. <laughs> You didn't introduce yourself.
4: I didn't get a chance. I just looked up, and there I was in this conversation. I saw her earlier today at the hospital. Fate? Yeah, sure.
3: She's cute. You should have introduced yourself. Maybe you could've... Could've what? I just worry about you, Tommy. That's all. If you're anything like me, and I know you are, Uh... you're feeling lonely right now.
4: Lonely? I'm around people all day long. I don't get lonely.
3: Major doesn't count.
4: Anytime I get lonely, I can always hit the cat house.
3: (sighs) When's the last time you were with a woman you weren't paying?
4: I don't know. There was... Alright, so it's been a while.
3: Maybe you ought to give it a try.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing up anyway?
3: (laughs) I want to have a nice buzz on before I get on that damn shuttle.
5: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The captain has turned off the fastened seatbelt sign and you are now free to move around the cabin. We will be bringing around the drinks cart in just a few minutes. Thank you for flying Babylon
1: spacelines Excuse me, is the seat taken? Oh, it's you. It's you.
4: What, uh, what, what can I do for you?
1: I was wondering, is the seat taken? the person I'm seeing next to... He has a dim view of personal hygiene.
4: Oh, yeah. Take a seat. I'm, uh... I'm I'm pretty sure I smell all right.
1: You use lime-scented shaving cream.
4: I do, yes.
1: Which is probably more information than you wanted me to provide. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just a bit of a nervous liar. Me
4: too. That's why I was in the bar last night. I don't, you know, I don't make it a habit of staying out all night getting banjaxed.
1: Good. Oh, I mean, I'm not one to judge. It's fine with me. Whatever you want to do. Um... Did they say the drinks cart was coming soon? Because speaking of alcohol, I could probably use some.
4: Excuse me, miss? Yes, sir? I wonder if you could direct the drinks cart in our direction first. My friend here could use a relaxer. That'll be all right, won't it?
5: Absolutely, sir. It won't be a moment. What can
4: I get you? Two Bloody Marys, with a shot of Tabasco in mind.
1: Coming right up? Well,
4: Well, years of experience. So where are you headed?
1: I'm officially on my vacation. I haven't taken one in... Oh, honestly, I can't remember the last time. So I'm using up all that stored up time and headed to the gangrene.
4: Really? Why there?
1: Oh, I would drive myself crazy if I had to spend all day sitting on the beach. I want to get out, you know? See things I haven't seen before, do things I haven't done. Meet new people. Like how I met you. So, you must be headed that way too.
4: Yeah, I live there. I used to own the whole place. And hopefully will again soon.
1: Okay, see I knew I knew you from somewhere. I remember I used to see you in their ads all the time.
4: Yeah, my first and last time on camera. Um,
1: I don't know. I thought you were very photogenic. You did? A couple of drinks would really cover up the fact that I just said that.
4: Well, you know, a good Bloody Mary takes time.
1: Oh, that's so much better. I do not know how people do that every day.
4: You can get used to anything if you do it enough times. Well,
1: if you're so experienced, maybe you know where I can get an anti-grab unit for my luggage.
4: Anti-grab unit, please. I'm a big, strong man. I can handle it.
1: You can, huh? I have a lot of baggage.
4: I am Tommy Arkell, and I am mighty.
1: Well, let's see. I think... Mm, there it is. They're just unloading it now.
4: That's... that's a lot of cases.
1: <laughs> my one buys. I'm a little bit of a close little horse.
4: bit? You've got a whole department store here.
1: Oh, but you can handle it, right? You're Tommy Arkell. You're mighty. I
4: am. I am, and I shall now exercise my might. <clears throat> Major, go get us an anti graph cart. Possibly two.
1: Yes, boss. Impressive, right? Downright breathtaking.
4: So, I was wondering, uh, this is your first time at the kingery, and, uh, well, if you'd like... I make an excellent guide.
1: Just a guide?
4: Guide, dinner companion. I can show you where to get the best coffee.
1: I would like that. Here, get out your phone. Hey, I just bumped you my number. Give me a couple of days to get settled, and you can give me the grand tour.
4: Looking forward to it.
2: Here is your cut, boss. Thank you, loyal minion.
4: Now observe as Tommy Arkel exercises his might once again. Gentlemen kindly load this lady's baggage onto the cart and escort her to find a cab, or possibly a tank of some sort. You understand me? Certainly, Mr. Arkell. We'll take care of her.
1: You know, what with you, throwing all that money around and showing off? Anyone would think you were trying to impress me.
4: Is it working? Yes, it is. Good. Until we meet again. So,
2: how'd that go? He made an ass of himself.
4: Of course I did. But women like that sort of thing. Shows a lightness of spirit. A man is willing to laugh at himself.
3: She seems very nice.
4: She is. She's very nice. What's her name? Oh, shit. It's her. It's her. It's her number. Hello?
1: You forgot something, didn't you?
4: I, um... I may have possibly forgotten to ask you your name.
1: (laughs) It's Sandrine. Sandrine Shaw.
4: Nice to meet you, Sandrine. I'm Tommy.
1: I'll be seeing you soon, Tommy.
4: Her name is uh, Sandrine Shaw.
2: You'd never get laid if you won a criminal mastermind. You know that, right?
4: That is
0: fairly obvious, yes. The Kingery, season four, episode three, Romantic Notions. Featuring the voice talents of Pete Milan as Tommy Arkell, Andrea Fontenot as Sandrine Shaw, M. Sierra Garcia as Major, David Ault as Dr. Fred, Michael Liebman as Dr. Layton, Peter Catt as Marcus, Deborah Adams as Nurse Kelly, Richard Casto as Gerald, Bernadette M. Groves as Cassandra Arkell, Vincent Morrison as Yamada Taro, Ashwath Ganeshan as Miyamoto, Kim Gianopoulos as Levine, Julia Linthicum as Flight Attendant, Ray Saltrelli as Barkeep, and Russell Gold as Staten. Written by Pete Mylon. Story by Jeffrey Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Delisha Lane Matheson, Pete Mylon, and Perry Whittle. Original music composed by David Alexander MacDonald, Directed by Christopher Stodder, Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2010, Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Jeffrey Bridges, Susan Bridges, McCullough Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2010, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.